Welcome to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast, a time of devotional, discussion on everyday Christian topics, prayer, and even Bible trivia, with Professor Gigi, Miss Polly Pureheart, Miss Crown Call Chosen, and the Dude. All right, ladies, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who's having a good word today? Hey, it's me, Professor Gigi. All right. They don't call us crazy for nothing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> crazy well, is anyway. not free. <laughs> okay, today um I have a I have a devotional. It's 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 regarding a an article I read that I thought was pretty it it's it's good for the culture we're in right now. And actually, since we had spoken last week about um, um, the Jezebel spirit, I thought this would be like a good introduction to it, an example of that type of behavior. But anyway, before we start, let's just do a real quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We ask you, Lord, that you open up our minds. You open up our hearts, you open up our souls, Father, to receive your word, to have the sermon of spirit, Father. And we ask you, Father, that this be a message that we can hold in our hearts and be more um, compassionate and also understanding of one and each other and love each other as you have said. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, so it says... Um, how well many Christians get caught up in fundamentalist cults like the IBLP. And this is from Clarence L. Haynes Jr. I got this from Crosswalk. I always read the, the articles, Christian articles, and I thought it was a pretty good um, segue to what we were talking about uh, last week. It says... It happens regularly. Well-meaning Christians get caught up in fundamentalist cults like the IBLP. If you have never heard of the IBLP, then allow, allow me to briefly introduce this organization to you. The IBLP stands for the Institute in Basic Life Principles. Bill Gothard founded this organization in 1961. He developed it around the idea of helping teens make wise life choices based on scriptural principles. On the surface, this sounds good, and this affected literally thousands, if not millions, of people around our country. However, when you peel back the layers, that is where you see the cracks. Gothard never married, and in 2014, 34 women accused him of molestation and sexual harassment. The teachings of IBLP were steeped in legalism and authoritarianism. Without going too deep, these are some problems with the IBLP. With issues like these and others, how do well-meaning Christians get caught up in fundamentalist cults like the IBLP? Let me first explain what a fundamentalist cult is, and then I will answer the question. What is a fundamentalist cult? A fundamentalist cult is a group characterized by rigid 
adherence to a specific set of beliefs and practices. A charismatic leader who is revered as an ultimate authority often leads them. The term fundamentalist refers to their unwavering commitment to a literal interpretation of religious text or ideological principles. Based on that definition of fundamentalist cult might sound somewhat ideal. After all, shouldn't we all be committed to what we believe like these people are? That thought process plays into how many well-meaning Christians get caught up in these fundamentalist cults like the IBLP. Let me show you four ways this can happen. Four ways well-meaning Christians get caught up in fundamentalist cults like the IBLP. When Christians get caught up in these cults, it is often because they miss the signs that are present. They either don't see them or they ignore them. Either way, the result is the same. They get trapped in these cults. One, the doctrines are agreeable, at least they appear that way. When you look at the core beliefs of the IBLP, you will discover their beliefs mirror many of the beliefs of Orthodox Christian doctrine. For example, here's a direct quote of the core belief of the IBLP that I got right off their website. IBLP affirms the cardinal doctrines of scripture that have been defended by historic statements of faith. These include the divine inspiration of scripture, the deity of Christ, the original sin nature of man, the atonement for sin by Christ's shed blood, and justification by faith in Jesus as the Christ. This statement of faith does not exhaust the extent of our faith and doctrine. The Bible itself is the source of all that we believe. Language like this draws people in because this sounds like the real deal. If you dig further on their website, as I did, you will read many doctrinal statements that you will probably agree with because of the apparent legitimacy of what they believe, this is how well-meaning Christians get caught up in fundamentalist cults like the IBLP. Because they appear to be correct in their doctrine, many people let their guard down and get sucked in before they realize what is really going on. Two, a charismatic authority, authoritarian leader draws them in. One condition that is typically present in every type of fundamentalist cult is an authoritarian leader. Typically, this person is a strong and persuasive personality type, and their leadership and authority usually stand unchallenged. In these environments, questioning or disagreeing with the leader is seen as questioning or disagreeing with God. In the IBLP, the charismatic leader was Bill Gothard. The culture he built was one of unquestioned authority. Obedience to authority was paramount. He also taught that this was the way we should run the home. Wives should bow down to the unquestioned authority of their husbands. Children should recognize the unquestioned authority of their parents. This type of leadership was great for power-hungry men, but was extremely damaging to the women and children trapped under his teaching. Any type of leadership structure that suppresses thought is dangerous. When you do not allow people to question what they're being taught and unquestioned obedience is required, something is wrong. Jesus never disparaged his disciples from asking him questions. Any group that does this, you should run away from and run fast. While many Christians caught up in fundamentalist cults like the IBLP simply miss this sign.
I'll read all the signs and then we'll we'll talk about it. Three, the group isolates from everyone else. One thing is true of many fundamentalist cults like the IBLP. They have the tendency to create an us versus them mentality. You often find they consider everyone outside of the group as sinful and a threat to their way of life. This type of thinking leads to isolationism. Rather than engaging in the culture, there is often separation from the culture. The ground stands off, the group stands off as its own entity. This isolation separates people from friends and family, and the group becomes the new family. When Jesus walked the earth, he did not withdraw from the world and sinners. He engaged them. As he said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. That's in Mark 2, 17. When any group tries to separate you from your loved ones, that is a red flag. When the only people you associate with are those in that group, be careful. Remember, Jesus came to save the world. We cannot save a world that we isolate ourselves from. Four, the extreme seems welcome at first. Many well-meaning Christians that get caught up in fundamentalist groups like the IBLP are often initially looked, looking for alternatives. One attraction of the IBLP was the seven basic life principles and the homeschooling movement that was very popular, especially in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Because it was positioned as an alternative to mainstream education, it attracted many parents who were looking for something different for their children. They embraced extreme rules because they were a departure from the other ideologies that were prevalent in the culture. However, these extreme rules eventually pulled people so far away from the mainstream, they began to lose their identity. In the effort to build a counterculture, they only end up building a community that lives on the extreme edges, even among people who are believers in Jesus. What it boils down to is many fundamentalist cults are not healthy environments for those who are part of them. This is especially true for women and children who are often the collateral damage in these cults. The true remedy is to be like the Bereans in Acts 17. I won't read the whole part, but we'll discuss that in a bit. Search the scriptures for yourself to see if what they say is true. Don't be afraid to ask questions about anything that is taught. And if they do not welcome questions, run and run quickly. Finally, focus on building your relationship with Jesus and being in tune with the Holy Spirit. He is the one who can help you identify when something just isn't right. Even if you don't know every verse of scripture, he can give you discernment to help you distinguish truth from error. Trust me, you will need this to avoid falling into a fundamentalist cult. The thing is that, in this sense, the cult is separating you from, you know, from being in the culture. And we, we sometimes we consider culture negatively in the sense of the flesh. But culture is community, basically, where we all live, you know. It depends on what aspects of it we we embrace you know but you know one of the things when we were discussing remember um the traits of a of a jezebel you know they were they're manipulative right they 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 tend to have people believe that what they're doing is correct this man if if we think of jim jones in guyana he separated that whole colony, that whole community. He separated them out there where they had no 
direct, you know, um, contact, contact with anybody. Mm -hmm. Yes, with anybody. And and the only thing that was worth anything for them all was the compound. But the people who were trying to get away, you know, because there was people who realized, man, we got into we got into some heavy duty stuff. We got into some some, you know, they, he he lured them first with the word. And see, when we take God's word out of context, um, you know, and just and just go according to one or two verses and we build uh, a ministry or we build a, you know, religion from that, from that, we're not, you know, we're not being truthful because we have to take the whole Bible as, as inspiration. And God has, God spoke about you know, when he came, when Jesus came, he came to save the world. He didn't just came, he didn't just come to save a few, right? He came to save anyone who believed in him and anyone who believed the gospel. And the gospel is for everybody. You know, it's not for a few, it's not you know, for um, the only thing is that we are the ones who who accept it or not. That's why it's few because not everybody accepts it because we have to we have to be in God's will, and not everybody wants to have God's will because they're they're sacrificing them. Mm-hmm. So you you negate yourself, and then you become more for others than for yourself, right? And not everybody is willing to do that. No, so, go ahead, go ahead. I said, no, they're not. They're not willing to do that. Right, right. So we have to, We when we read the, you know, we read uh, the Bible, we have to sometimes say, you know, I, I we have to agree to disagree with people, not with the Bible. We agree to disagree with people, but that doesn't mean we we create animosity or we create uh, enmity with them. You know, I mean, we might not want to have them influence us negatively, but that does not mean that we separate from them because the the purpose of the gospel is inclusive, not exclusive, right? Right, but you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What I'm thinking, when you brought up the case of Jim Jones in Guyana, I'm thinking how many, he was preaching the gospel to them, and how many were into the word to notice the difference prior to them even going to Guyana. Because when I went, I had the, I ain't going to say the privilege, I didn't want to go. I went with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. He was in California, and my grandmother was one, and she believed in the Bible, but she religiously went to Jim Jones, and she took me and my niece there. And when I was sitting in that audience of thousands, to me, I was a little girl. Right. I was sitting in that audience of thousands, and he had all these people coming up, uh, healing them. You know how they touch their head and knock them down on the floor and, and right. say, yeah, heal, get up and walk. And then they're spitting up stuff, saying the cancer, you you spit up the cancer. This is all what was going on in front of me. And, and then me and my my niece was at the time was sitting there because he's saying, I know what each and one of you are thinking. As a little girl, I'm thinking, this man is reading my mind. He's going to call me up. He's going to do this to me. I was kind of mm-hmm. frightened. Uh, right. But my 
grandmother who went to California for the purpose of uh, being in the sunnier state because of her illness, you know, so she wanted to be in the state of California. But in, in the meantime, she followed him too to the state of California. And I'm just thinking what, because I know she was raised in the church and I know she preached was that what was in her mind that led her astray to this false teaching of this guy? So well, you know, I, 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 I go back and, and think of that. Now, I'm glad that she didn't follow him to Guyana because, right. you know, that was a hot mess there because they wouldn't let those people out. They had to drink the Kool-Aid. Right. Right. Actually, that's where that 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 phrase comes from. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fortunately, yeah, it comes from you, they were drinking the Kool Aid. You drinking you know? the Kool Aid? <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. You know, it says that they have. You know, they they have. It's it's like Satan when Satan came to the woman. You know, it says the doctrines are agreeable. At least they appear that way. You know, they're taking, they're taking, you know, the basic fundamental stuff. Uh -huh. And then they're doing is they're adding on to it. They're putting their own spin on it. Yeah. On it so that people, you know, get deceived. It's, it's like when, 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 when the, when Satan came to Eve, right? Uh -huh. Oh, you know, he put doubt in her, in her mind that God wasn't giving her or giving her and Adam everything, you know, he was like, Oh, did he say you won't die? And he, you, you, you not going to die, you know, but he deceived her. And that's how these people are, you know, the, they, they'll deceive because they use a portion of the truth. And then the other portion is a lie. Right. And that's what but, you need yeah, to I, know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I'm talking about those ones that are grounded in the Bible and still are led astray. That's yes. Um, my thing is when you pray, and I believe this should be included in everybody, block out the things that are not of you from my ears, from my sight. You know, because you know the the, the devil is very clever. He knows yes. the words better than most. Yes, he knows the Bible better than we do. Yeah. So, so we have to get ask for the spirit of discernment to know yes. what is of him and what is not of him because it, 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 the world is so clever it's even too clever for its own self you know we talk about AIs and or, or whatever all mm -hmm. these uh, 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 technologies that's advancing faster than man can think right. so it, it's out there and and think about this if AI is able to 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 surpass us, what do you think it's going to do with other things? The word. You know so that. that they prayed up. <laughs> that reminds me, actually, that reminds me about a movie. <laughs> you remember uh -oh. Eli? Did you ever see Eli? Yeah, with, uh, I did. I did. Yeah, with Washington. Yeah. And, and how he had that word in him. He had the whole Bible in him. You know what I'm saying? He knew it because at the end, you see that he's even blind. He can't even see and he could fight and do all this stuff. So nobody even knew he was blind, right? Right. But he had the word inside of him. Although that's a movie, you know, that's but we can take we can take nuggets from that, I always say. Right. Okay, he he had the word inside of him, so he was able to transcribe 
that word when that Bible was no, you know, he remember the library at the end when he goes to that library and all that stuff. Nobody, it was almost like nobody had the true word of God anymore. You know what I'm saying? But he had it in him. He had it in his heart and he was able to, according to the story, he would, he had the ability to transcribe. That's how God wants us to be. That when we see something and we say, hmm, wait a minute, that that Holy Spirit will say, you know what? This, this, it kind of sounds good, but it ain't good. Because you you can kind of see where where you know where the deceit is at. And and that's one of the things that these people are good at. They're charismatic. They're they're able to pull people in. And you know what? Even 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 sometimes when I see, you know, when I see, not that I'm necessarily skeptical and not that I don't believe in miracles, I definitely do. But when they make spectacles of that. In public, sometimes I think, hmm, I wonder if they paid that person to pretend they were they were this or that or whatever, and then you know they fall out in the spirit according right, to right, exactly. And then you know they they are they're paid whatever because you never know. I, you I mean, know. You never know. because I know that God can do man, many miracles. He can do uh, uh, the greatest miracle of all is Him taking a sinner and saving that sinner. That's Amen. the greatest God does, you know, when he gave his son on the cross so that anybody who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. But I'm just saying that we need to be, uh, you know, we need to be cognizant of that. You know, when somebody tries to I, like, remember the abusive husband that um, that Miss Crown called Chosen was talking about, what did he do? <laughs> He isolated that woman. He isolated his wife from right. every, from her family first, and from you know, and and it was only his kingdom that you know ruled. Right. You know what I'm saying. So right. we have to be careful about you know deception and 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 people trying to even with the word of God. It, it's like I tell you guys. I do not care who stands up in that pulpit. I will question whether that word is from God or not, because Amen. I need to see, I need to see that. I need to make sure that's the true word of God. I don't believe every word that comes out of people's mouths because it's not so much, you know, it's the message that counts to me because it's given by God, not necessarily the, the messenger. You know, the messenger is flawed. We're all flawed. We're all flawed. You know, and we we have preconceptions, we have pre we have biases, we have all kinds of stuff, and we, you know, we 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 think of things sometimes outside of of our thinking. God's thinking is not our thinking, right? Because the Bible tells us that. Yeah, His, His ways, ways are not are our ways. His thoughts are not exactly. our thoughts. Exactly, exactly. So we always have to be. You know, we we always, always have to be in prayer, always asking God. And that's my prayer every single day. God, give me discernment of the spirits. Give me discernment to know, you know, and we're not, we're fallible because we're not 100%. You know, even praying for something doesn't mean that you're going to get it. You know, we know that. Yeah. 
because even well, Paul prayed, yeah. you know, he told God, he told um, God to take away the thorn in the flesh. He says, three times I prayed and God said, no, let my grace be sufficient unto you. And sometimes that's what God tells us. You know what? Let my grace be sufficient unto you. Right. Well, and that's what we have to, you know, what we have to acknowledge. Right. Okay. So anyway, um, you know, I think we need to be, you know, especially now in this age, because like you said, AI, you know, what, what if we, you know, because we're thinking, okay, in the end times, it says that do not believe when it says that Christ is there, right? It says, be careful because, you know, th there'll be false prophets. And they'll say, oh, Christ is over there. And they say, no, he's not. So I'm, I'm always thinking, Lord, open my heart, my mind, my, you know, even my intellect to understand that it's only you that can save us. Nobody else, no man, not even the church. The church is God's bride and he saves the bride. The bride cannot save herself, you know? So, um, you know that that we're we're always cognizant that that anything that man says we can't you know we we and not that I'm distrusting people because you know people have testimonies and they have you know we can see the fruits of their behavior but that is not what saves us the only thing that saves us is God's mercy God's love for us his sacrifice on the cross. And if anything or anybody negates that, then they're anathem, they're antichrist. <laughs> you know, and that's how a lot of cults get um, you know, get formed because people look at man versus looking at God and what his word says. And especially if we don't know it, you know, if we don't know God's word, then we can't stand on it. Because we can't stand on what we don't know or what we don't believe. Right. And the enemy is very slick. So we have to, you know, as Miss Polly said earlier, the, um, you know, the devil knows scripture very well and, and his minions. So we definitely, um, you know, they can twist things around. So we definitely have to make sure that we know that scripture, like the Bereans. Yep. And, you know, in Acts 17, it's, it, 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 it talks about Paul and, you know, how he was, how he was um, persecuted by the Jews that didn't believe in him, you know, and the Bereans were the ones who actually accepted him and came to believe what he was saying, you know, because um, that's what, what, what is on Acts 17. Um, this is powerful, but I need my mind, this is, you know, powerful and we see a lot of deceptions in the last days and people gotta one of the key to here as my um professor Gigi said is um you have to always ask for discernment and I think the the body of Christ is locking that because lacking that because many times we see somebody shaking and moving up and believe that's the spirit of God and there's no spirit of God there and we just run after it. So we got to be very careful and ask for discernment. And God will show us and he will lead us. And so that is something important each and every one of us should ask for. When you have discernment, 
God will open your senses and your understanding so you will know who is for God and who is not. Yeah, that's my thing this morning, but this is very powerful. Okay, any 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 other specific prayers for the sermon of the body of Christ, of the spirit of God? Yes, um, I, I need in that area as well. For me, which and I pray for that most of the time, and not just only for me, but for other people. And um, of course, we travel in mercies. Yes. For the glory of God, you know, the manifestation of us walking in his will daily. And yes, Simon, he calls us to complete each and every day. Amen. Dude? I'm going to pray on behalf of Miss Polly for the children, of course, and to love one another. And also, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this world anymore, but we just got to focus on where we're going to, you know, because this yeah, place we, isn't we, getting any better. Yeah, we, we can't, you know, I mean, we, we don't have any um, control over what the world does. We only have control over what we do. Um, you know, I always say that I don't have any control over any people and I don't want to. Uh, I can't hardly control myself sometimes. <laughs> so, um, you know, only that God's will be done on, you know, on earth as it is in heaven. You know, his will is that we follow him. His will is that we, you know, we we love one another, as Miss Polly Purehart is always saying. And, you know, um, having discernment of, of, you know, things going on and, and, and us being a light and a voice unto the world, you know, of, of Jesus's, of his compassion, of his love and, and serving each other, you know, that's, that's always my prayer. Um, because the way we serve God is we serve others. We can't serve, we can't serve God unless we serve others. That's the way, you know, we serve. So, um, right. And, and uh, yeah, uh -huh. I also, um, just pray for those that are, that are, out there listening you know for what they have going on in their lives and there's a lot of people out there that are searching and right you know um find the podcast and we're grateful for that but we know that they are there's a lot of lost people out there that that need what god has to offer them and we Amen. pray that they be reached Amen. okay let's pray Dear God, we love you. We praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory, Father. We thank you for this opportunity you give us, Father, on this platform to be a voice, Father, to be a light unto the world, unto the darkness. Father, we ask you, Lord, for all those people that might be listening to this podcast, Father, and more than anything, we ask that you open their hearts, their minds. You, Father, be with them in a very special way, especially Father, as we go about our days, that your Holy Spirit will be the one to give us discernment. Your Holy Spirit will be the one, Father, to bring people to you, Father, because we know, Lord, that the times are hard. The times are difficult, Lord, especially so many things that have happened, uh, especially since 2020, Lord. We know that many people are depressed. Many people are not still in control of their lives and and financially and so many other ways that people are hurting nowadays father but we ask you lord that 
we each of us be able to pray for all our listeners, Father, to pray for all the people that are not, do not know you, Father, and for the people who need your word, Lord. We ask you that you use each and every one of us, Lord, in any way possible in our neighborhoods, in our communities, with our with our friends, with our families, Father, whoever does not know you, who has not accepted the sacrifice that you made on the cross, Lord, we ask you that through this medium or through other ways, Father, where your word is preached, Father, that they can come to know you, the one and true God, Father. We ask you, Father, for each and every one of the petitions of my, my brothers and sisters here, Father, we ask, Father, for the body of Christ to have discernment of the spirit, Father, to be able, Father, to be the bride who is white and immaculate before you, Father. Let us be able to have compassion and love for those who do not know you, Father, because you have you have commanded us, Father, to preach your word, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord, and that is the gospel of love, Father, a gospel of good news, Father. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, that each and every one of the people that listen to us, even as we listen to each other, Father, that we might grow in the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I ask you for traveling mercies for our sister Tupanella, Father. I ask you, Father, that you continue to show us your manifestation, Father, of your, of your will in each and every one of our lives. Especially, Father, we must seek you first before we can actually go to others father we ask you lord jesus that for the children now that there's so much so many things father that can that can take them away from you father now the the schools do not even teach anything having to do with you especially in the secular world father but we ask you lord jesus that your spirit continue to permeate and to guard and protect each and every one of the children, Father, because we know that your word says that of such is the kingdom of God, Father. And I know that you are protecting God. You are a awesome God. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, that you continue to help us to love one another, Father, not as the world loves, Father, not the lustful world, uh, love that the world has, Father, but the agape love that only you can give, Father, because you gave your son for each and every one of us that has accepted your that has accepted your sacrifice lord we ask you father that we serve one another that we listen and we search father for those who do not know you so that we can spread the gospel so that we can speak to them so that we can be a comfort and a help because you have comforted and you have helped us father then our obligation is to do that for others. Father, we ask you, Lord Jesus, that you continue to be with our families, that you continue to help us to live according to your will and not our own will, Father. And especially, Father, as we go about our days, Father, that we you put before us those who you want us to speak to, those who you want us to spread the gospel to, Lord we praise you. We give you honor, Father. We ask you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. God be with you guys till we meet again. And I loved you and ain't nothing you could do about it. Amen and hallelujah. I believe. Indeed. All right. Thank you, Professor. That was a great lesson today. 
And I hope everyone has a great day. And thank you for joining us on the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send your prayer requests to CPL at crazyprayerladies.com. We also have live Bible study led by Miss Crown Call Chosen every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. For more details, email cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. Join us again next time for the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast.